0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Total Information AM continues. I'm Carol Daniel. Tom Ackerman is in Jupiter, Florida. He will join us at 945, and he'll talk to CMO's head basketball coach, Brad Korn. Our next guest testified in Jefferson City against a bill targeting the LGBTQ community. Here's part of what he said.
1: If we don't teach queer history, if we don't teach that there have always been trans people, then every time in every generation, it seems new and scary. And we are setting our kids up for narrow, bigoted, tiny, tiny lives and not giving them the education that every Missouri child deserves. Thank you.
0: Joining us now in studio, Rabbi Daniel Bogard from Central Reform Congregation. He's also Senior Rabbinic Fellow at the Shalom Hartman Institute and Adjunct Faculty Member at Eden Theological Seminary. Welcome in, Rabbi.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here. It
0: is great to have you. Why did you decide to testify?
1: You know, look, I have a trans kid. uh, And the first thing you learn when you have a trans kid in the state of Missouri is that you have to protect them from their government. So I have been going down now for almost five years to testify against these bills that that are just mean and cruel and bullying bills that are targeting some of the most vulnerable kids and the most vulnerable families in our state, I, I'm I'm
0: I am struck by what you just said that you ha- the first thing you learn is you have to protect your child from the government.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's wild. You know, when my kid came out as trans, uh, it had been a sort of a, a long coming, slow moving train, so it didn't come as a surprise at that moment, but. Before we told his grandparents, before we told anyone else, I told the general laws committee of the Missouri House of Representatives because they are at war with our family and they're at war with my child. And we're just trying to live our lives. We're not trying to impose anything on anyone else. And yet they've decided that we are their political weapon that they are going to use. Because
0: there are a handful of bills, I want you to be specific about which one you testified against.
1: Well, you know, I think I've testified against almost every category at this point. I've been down six times this year uh, to testify against various bills. You know, there are 31 bills targeting. I said a handful. Right. 31 bills targeting LGBTQ Missourians, particularly trans kids. And, you know, look, we, we live in a state where almost a third of all our school districts are down to a four day school week because they can't afford to be open. And yet our legislators are targeting what we think is about 2,500 kids in the entire state who are trans. Some of the most vulnerable kids that there are. They've decided that, you know, this is their political football and they're just chewing our family up.
0: I think I heard from the governor of Florida that we are not going to allow elementary kids to be told that they might be a different gender
1: yeah, look, you know, there's so much where people are trying to sexualize the existence of trans people, but, but that's not what it means to be trans, right? It's just another way of being human. I, I'm a rabbi, and that comes with a lot of uh, education around Jewish history. And one of the remarkable things is we have stories of trans Jews for thousands and thousands of years. Really, Because the truth of it is there have always been trans people. There will always be trans people. It's just another way of being human.
0: And when you bring up your faith, and I'm glad, and I did by calling you rabbi, so you walk into the room uh, with your faith, um, there are people who say they are Christian who are coming from, they believe, their faith.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, all that we are asking when we go down and we testify is that these people not impose their faith on the rest of us. Uh, I absolutely believe that, that those who subscribe to that view of Christianity, and it's one particular view of Christianity... Uh, I, they absolutely should practice their faith. They shouldn't force me to practice their faith, and they shouldn't force our schools to enforce their faith.
0: I, I have so much that I want to talk to you about as one who – who, and people know this on KMOX. I've been here almost 28 years, and I've talked about my church and my faith, and and my pastor has been on the air here. And so I've been very clear about what I believe. Um, and, and as a journalist and news anchor and reporter um, – I have – I've heard people struggle with the notion that the Bible tells us above all to love and what does that look like while people are saying I have to defend the attack on Jesus, if you will, the attack on Christmas. Um, Can can you work that out for us and give us a class right now at 9.13 this morning on
1: KMOX? Yeah, I should have had more coffee before coming in today. Exactly. Look – I think we have a fundamental choice in mm-hmm. our world of whether we want to have the sort of society where everyone can believe as they believe and come together in a public square where we can each bring our fullness of truth of who we are or whether we want to have a society where one particular religious view and often that is, you know, one particular white evangelical religious view is enforced on the rest of us and and that is a choice and Jewish history over and over again tells us that, that when we live in a society where one religious view holds sway over everyone else, it is disastrous. It's disastrous for Jews. It's disastrous for minorities. It's disastrous for gender minorities and racial minorities. and religion. It almost doesn't matter when there is one group that believes that their culture, their belief, their faith system should hold sway over everyone else. It's awful and it's hateful and it's bigotry.
0: Do you worry that or what is your reaction to the notion of 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 drag shows at schools or in libraries for kids is being put into the soup of this debate?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Look, I think people who are concerned about drag have never been to a drag show because like. Drag I shouldn't queens, laugh. I'm sorry. No, drag queens are the most fun people you will ever meet. Right. They're a blast. And the vast majority of drag shows are not sexual. It's people dressed up in who fa- love Barbara Streisand. Right? right. Who are dressed up in fabulous ways. Fabulous ways.
0: But should that be should should a seven year old see a drag show?
1: You know, I don't – That's up to the mom, I suppose. I, yeah, that's up to the parents. Like, like everything else that we're talking about here, it's just about saying that, that there shouldn't be rules of one group that are forced upon everyone else.
0: You I, – I understand you have been um, threatened. Uh, you, you talk to me about what has occurred because of all your testimony.
1: Yeah, look, I, I've learned to live with threats to my safety. Uh, it's it's a part of what has come because of the extremism of those who are opposed to the very existence of trans people. You know, all, all we're asking is that we be allowed to live our lives and raise our kid as we and our doctors and our faith uh, see fit and understand best. And for some people, that is intolerable to them. And so they send threats. And often it's the sorts of freth- threats that they send you know, over the Internet that are easy for someone to send Mm -hmm. and yet terrorize us and keep us up in fear at night and cause, you know, all sorts of security needs for us. And uh, it's been tough. That's been really tough to live with.
0: Have other parents approached you?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get I get calls from parents at least three or four times a week. uh, Sometimes who are struggling with a kid who's expressing that they don't feel like they're expressing the gender that, that they should be, sometimes from parents who uh, sort of uh, have friends who are, are going through this and, and sometimes from parents who also are dealing with threats. Um, yeah, it's awful. It's really awful.
0: You um, co-founded Cap Indigo. Camp Indigo, am I correct? Camp Indigo Point. Y- yes, yeah. Camp Indigo Point.
1: Uh, it's a magical place. We started it last year. It is a sleepaway camp for transgender, expansive and LGBTQ youth. Uh, I went to summer camps as a kid, Jewish summer camps, and they're magical places. And this legislative war that is happening against trans kids and their families is brutal, and it's brutal on these kids. We just wanted a place where they could be themselves, right? This is not a place where we talk about gender and trans and right? Like this is a place where a whole bunch of kids get together to play archery and campfires and sing songs with a whole bunch of other kids that are just like them.
0: If people want to follow you on
1: Twitter, you're prolific. Yes, yes. You can find me, (laughs) Rav Bogard, R-A-V-B-O-G-A-R-D, on Twitter and on TikTok.
0: Rabbi, thank you for your transparency. Thanks for having me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is
1: only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch